Howdy, partners, and welcome to another exciting edition of Campfire Storytime. Well, Campfire Storytime, you say? What the hell? I thought we were supposed to have another episode. An episode every month. That's what you said, and that's what I said, but this month has been a little off a little bit. Um, tax time threw me a little bit. Had various other situations going on, and... We're reaching the end of the month, and I thought I'd get you out something just to let you know I'm still alive. The first thing that may have freaked you out is that I have deleted my Twitter account. I am evidently incompatible with any type of social networking. I've always really hated it, and um, just, yeah, Twitter's gone for now. It may come back later. I don't know. I've been working on the website. I'll get to that a little bit later. And hopefully all of my contacting folks will happen through that. If not, screw it. I'll get back on Twitter reluctantly, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, I'm still very much alive. Keeg's Quest is still very much alive. And let us get started. The first thing that I wanted to mention is that I have received more than this by now, but at the time I wrote the outline for this campfire, I had 100 written reviews on iTunes, all of them five stars. And I cannot thank you guys enough for continuing to say how much you like the show. And I love doing it for you guys. And I can't wait to make more for you. The 100th written review was done by Tempestuous Teapot. There is no reward for this other than my undying gratitude. You get a free shout out because I'm broke and I have no swag. So thank you, Tempestuous Teapot, for penning my 100th written review. And I appreciate them so much. Keep them coming. All right, in the last episode, I kind of suggested a little bit about GameHounds, and I want to get in a little bit more into that. It's GameHounds is a, a podcast with mature gamers, gamers around my age, you know, adult gamers, not necessarily kids. So uh, the show is has some um, harsher language than you may be used to. Probably not. I mean, it's 2012. I mean, it's everywhere. It's really funny. It's three people. It's uh, Edie Sellers, who's the first chair, um, Holy Goalie, and Nick DiNicola. And they sit around and they just talk about games and they convince each other to play games and talk about their experience with some games. It's generally just, it's a great place to find out about new stuff that you've never heard of. They're up on all the gaming news. They go to all the conventions and stuff. They interview people. It's really a lot of fun. And it's just nice to just sit down and it's, it's like you're hanging out with a bunch of friends who are just bullshitting with each other and, you know, just having a good time and they love games. And that's what kind of brings this whole community together is we all love games. What first started is uh, Holy Goalie contacted me and he said, hey, dude, I really like your podcast. Um, I've got some really good audio equipment and, you know, I could do some voices for you if you want. And, and I will be doing that um, next season. We'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, then um, a little while later... Edie contacted me and said, oh my God, I love your podcast, blah, blah, blah. Um, offered some advice about it. it. She's been doing this a long time, so it, it's really good to get you know some input from people that are in the know. She told me about um, the file size of the episodes, and, and I wanted to kind of get into that. When, when you're doing a podcast that is a, an audio drama, it requires more oomph. You've got sound effects, you've got music, you've got panning left and right, and all these things are going on at the same time. Whereas if you're, you know, sitting around a microphone talking about stuff, you know, it's just one or two, maybe three tracks, maybe a couple sound effects here and there, but it's... Podcasting as a medium is made for that. 
I think. It's made for just, you know, some people getting around. If you're getting it on your iPhone, you can download it through 3G and you don't have to worry about it. With an audio drama, though, you've got so much stuff going on that you really kind of need a Wi-Fi connection because uh, generally the episodes are pretty freaking huge. I experimented with bringing down the bitrate a little bit, but it it sounded really bad, and um, I wanted to... I, I hope you guys like the sound quality versus the file size, and I'm hoping that it will be worth going home and downloading on your Wi-Fi so that you can enjoy it the way it's intended to be presented. But anyway, um, the GameHounds guys have offered their voices. They may be showing up in future episodes. I, I haven't really talked to them in a while, but um, all, all this stuff happens over a long period of time. So um, I'll get back in contact with them and see if they're still up for it. Got some other people that are interested in working. And more recently, I was contacted by Julie Hoverson of 19 Nocturne Boulevard. And I had heard of her before. I, I, I listened to a lot of audio dramas. I've listened to them throughout the years. Last year, I was driving to an adjacent town, Manteca. It's about eh, 15 miles away. It takes about a, a half hour to drive there. I was visiting my mom in the hospital going back and forth every day. So I listened to a lot of audio drama. And I had heard of this 19 Nocturne Boulevard, and I never listened to it for some reason because, you know, you can't write stuff down while you're on the freeway. But so she emailed me, and she said, Hey, I like your podcast. Let's talk. And I was like, God, I've heard of this girl before. And uh, she has a, an awesome podcast. I, I, I listened to a few episodes, and I'm, I'm in the process of downloading the whole thing, and I'm just going to marathon them sometime. Uh, but it's it's like an anthology series. It's generally horror, maybe some sci-fi, really good stuff. I mean, I listened to one episode, and I was hooked. And it was just a random episode. It was the newest episode. I listened to it, and I said, oh, my God, I love this. i got to listen to it. So she contacted me, and she's interested in maybe working together in the future on a few things. She might do some voices for me. We might talk about some future projects that she's working on. And uh, so I'm making connections, you guys. I'm making connections in the community. So it's really cool. Um, it, it's really exciting. These people that I, I, I've heard of, it's like, oh, I've heard of you. It, it's, it's cool that you hear of someone in the business and they contact you out of the blue. It's, it's really cool. And not only have I heard of her, but I recently bought a book on radio drama just to kind of find out a little bit more about what's involved and maybe how to make it a little better, be a little more professional. And Julie is quoted in this freaking book. So she's kind of a badass, people. She emailed me. Yep, that's right. She likes my stuff. She's an expert, and she likes me. That's right. I'm the man. It kind of legitimizes the whole thing in some weird way. Um, but anyway, that's, that's fun, and some good things will come from that, I'm sure. It'll be very fun and interesting. Um, speaking of voice acting, uh, in the last episode, the characters of Braith and Lars were my first guest stars. And they were played by Isabel, my daughter, and Christian is her half-brother. Uh, it was Christian's acting debut. Isabel was in an episode of uh, Night Terrors over at Darker Projects. She played a little girl who was scared of a spider in her closet. And it's a pretty freaky episode. I mixed it. And uh, she still hasn't listened to the whole thing because, you know, she's young and it would probably freak her the hell out so yeah um those were my first two guest stars they loved doing it we had a great time together doing it and uh, it was fun so speaking of how fun it is to be in keeg's quest how would you like to be in keeg's quest i've been thinking about how to 
incorporate the fans into this thing. You've got so many people that love the thing, I figure why not be a part of it? So what I was thinking is, if you have some decent recording equipment, record some random stuff. You know, when you're walking around in Skyrim, people walk by and they go, Oh, you're an alchemist, eh? Never could get the hang of that. You know, stuff like that. Stuff that people say to you as you're walking by. Um, just record your stuff. Record your name as you want it presented in the credits. And if I use you, I'll pop your name in the credits. You'll get a shout out. And your voice will be in Keeg's Quest as a random passerby. Now, if you have really good equipment, if, if you've got good recording equipment and a background noise-free environment, I'm interested in, in hearing what you have to do. Maybe you could do some parts for me in the future. I don't know um, if it'll be, you know, regular parts or guest spots or whatever, but we can work on that later. Just try to keep the background noise down and try to have some decent equipment. Generally, you know, a headset microphone isn't going to cut it. But yeah, if I can use you, I will certainly try to use you. And you'll be credited, and it'll be wonderful. You'll love it. So will everyone else. So, let's see. Okay, this has been a humongous controversy, and I think it's still raging. I've kind of lost interest in it. Uh, one, one thing about the Game Hounds is that for a while there, Edie was freaking out about Mass Effect 3. Can't wait till Mass Effect 3. And it was, you know, a sprawling, epic game, and a lot of people were pissed off at the ending. And I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I hope. I might. Because I, I kind of wanted to weigh in on the whole debate, but you know how I am about spoil spoilers. I don't like spoilers. So I have a somewhat vague opinion on the ending. I thought it was a decent ending. Um, I, I think that people are blowing their own importance way out of proportion with regards to the importance of their decisions vis-a-vis -vis the ending. Sometimes you're just a dude in the right place at the right time, and it just depends on which switch you throw. And... That's kind of all you are. It kind of humanizes the character. You're just a dude who happens to be in a position to change the fate of the galaxy. What are you going to do? It's your final choice. It's not a big deal. Um, anyway, yeah, Mass Effect 3. Been there, done that. I'm done with it. I uninstalled it. I don't really have any desire to play the whole thing again. The game was okay. I enjoyed my time with it, but my time with it is done. And I'm back to playing Skyrim, honestly. Um, that and StarCraft 2 have been playing a lot of StarCraft 2 lately. Just because I have this fantasy that maybe I'll get out of the Bronze Division sometime. This is Season 7, and I've kind of peeked out into the Silver a little bit, uh, and then I get smacked down really hard again, and it's just, but, yeah, StarCraft is fun. I'm enjoying it. Let's see what, okay, the Creation Kit. I had this really cool idea, and it's something that people have been mentioning to me as well. What if we made a Keeks Quest mod? where there was a headquarters, which will be announced in a future episode, a headquarters where you could go in and you could pick one of the Keeks Quest characters to go out and adventure with you. And they would each have their own specific skills, and they'd all be fully voiced, and they'd berate you and make fun of you and whatever, you know, it'd be a good time. But they'd also have really powerful skills, and you could go around and, and some people would be less useful than others, but they'd all be funny. And I, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. Because I've already made all the characters. If you've downloaded the wallpaper, I've made visually all the characters to see what they look like. It would be a, a somewhat easy thing to model them all, add voices to them, add skills and whatever. But the problem is, it won't launch. The creation kit will not work for me. And I don't know why. I think my computer is just, you know, reaching the end of its um, useful phase. But the damn thing won't even run. I double-click it. 
and the window pops up and it crashes and I'm done. So if there are any modders out there that are interested in working with me on a Keeg's Quest mod, let me know and we'll see what we can do. I want to make it really cool though. I don't want to make it lame. So um, I really, I'd really not do it if it's going to be lame. And I don't know what the capabilities of the thing are because I haven't been able to play with it. So if you know anything about modding, email me. My email address is keegsquest at enrokeeg.com. And maybe we can make something that people will enjoy. I don't know. Um, season finale is upon us, guys. I just realized that I've been making Keeg's Quest for a year. The first episode premiered on the Dova Key podcast in April of last year. And I've been working on it pretty much non-stop. Well, there have been long stretches of stop, don't get me wrong. But I've been working on it all this time. And I said, well, I'm going to need to break this up a little bit. So um, the next episode, which will be probably coming next month since I have, you know, one day left in the month, I may make it a longer episode just to make up for screwing you guys this month. Uh, but the next month is going to be a season finale and it's going to be kind of a biggie. Um, something big will be occurring and that will be, of course, revealed later in the campfire. I don't like spoilers and I'm probably going to reveal it anyway. But... Anyway, next season, we will be pulling the trigger on the whole dragon invasion thing. Basically, forgive my rudeness, but shit's going to get real, um, as it does in the world of Skyrim. So that's what will be happening then. Like I said, the season finale will be coming in probably a couple weeks. After that happens, I'm not going to stop working. I'm actually going to be working on the website. I've put up like a placeholder page on enrokeeg.com. There's, there's going to be a, a more robust site there. So that'll be fun. And that will hopefully be my primary means of communicating with everybody um, with the fall of Twitter. But I might just get back on there because it's easier for you guys. I don't know yet. But the website's going to be badass. I'm going to be working on that over the next few months. I'm probably going to take two or three months off from making actual episodes um, just to rest, just to get some crap done. Oh, I didn't mention this. I am now talking to you in my new studio, which I have constructed. And it sounds a lot more impressive than it really is. It's basically my walk-in closet. I've got some sound dampening stuff around here and I've got a tripod mic so I can actually stand up while I'm doing my voices. Before, <laughs> I would literally, I would have my desk chair, I'd flip the desk chair around so that it blocked off the sound from the computer fan and I would kneel down in front of it and of course my feet would fall asleep so they'd be all tingly and, and, and I'd get up and I'd be limping around like Frankenstein after I acted a role and stretching my muscles out because it was, it was ridiculous. So now I've got a nice large space, I've got a tripod that's holding the mic at mouth level and hopefully it sounds a little bit better for you guys. This is a lot easier because before you know I had the computer fan noise, I had noise from my fridge, I had noise from the air conditioner, I had dogs barking and lawnmowers and trucks going by and literally gunshots. Gunshots screwed up a scene of Keeg's Quest. Yeah. I live in Stockton, California and that happens a lot around here. So now we are ensconced in a private little environment where I can talk as loud as I want and I'm not going to freak out the neighbors by screaming and doing weird voices and people thinking that, you know, there's an intruder in my home or something. Again, Stockton. These things happen. So anyway, as a celebration of the new studio, 
which will be getting some use. I have, I made a series of studio test scenes. Um, I was just testing the sound quality of the thing and seeing it echo and it started out really bad. I was like, oh my God, this is, a, I cleaned out this entire closet. It's basically in my closet. I cleaned out the whole thing. I put the foam up and I talked into the mic and it sounded horrendous and it eventually got better and better and better and we got to where we are now and there's still probably some tweaking that can be done but this is where we are right now and you can only get better so yay uh yeah so i think that is the end of this campfire this will probably be the last campfire of the season there will probably be an interim campfire in between seasons just to say hi and let you know I still love you. And um, the next episode will be coming in the next couple weeks. Again, I apologize for not getting it out by the end of the month, but it's been a freaky month. And I hate, generally, I hate April. I, in fact, I think I started doing Keek's Quest as a rebellion against April because April has historically been a horrible month for me. And I don't know why. Last year's big event was my grandmother died in April. Um, she was living here, and um, my daughter was here, and it was it was really bad. Um, and and actually, my grandfather a few years before that died in April. And everything bad that happens pretty much happens in April. So I think that this whole thing that we've been doing over the past year has been. Um, just to kind of offset that and and it's it's worked really well it, it's made a, a wonderful year uh that helped me through last year so it's continuing to help me it's it's been a phenomenal year i can't believe how you guys have all embraced this thing and how much support you guys have given me and it really it really makes me feel that i can do this you know someday i'd like to get into voice acting professionally if i can uh, i don't know how to do that i bought some books but it's a lot of fun, you guys, and you guys giving me this constant positive feedback is really, really encouraging, and I appreciate everyone who's written in and left a comment and told their friends, and it really means a lot to me, you guys. Thank you so much. Anyway, stay tuned. The following will be the horrendous studio test, and I kind of bookended it with some music, so it's all sounds official and stuff, but it's really just me talking into a microphone and and try and make it not sound like crap. Uh, I warn you, there are some curse words in there because it was never intended to be released publicly, but um, it ended up being moderately entertaining. So I figured, what the hell, I'll just shoot it to you guys. It's a five-minute little thing at the end of a campfire. And if you're a kid and you don't like harsh language, um, turn it off. In the meantime, thank you very much for tuning in. I will have an episode out to you in a couple of weeks. And... Email me if you want to say hi. The email address is keegsquest at unrokeeg.com. I will see you all later. Ciao. Welcome to our new mini-series entitled Keeg's Quest, The Studio Test. That rhymes, and that was not intended. Just kind of came out that way. Serendipitous, really. Anyway, we invite you to journey for the first time into the new Keeg's Quest studio.
the sprawling complex deep within the bowels of Keeg's Quest headquarters. This is the studio, and I'm damn proud of it. Join me in my quest to find the perfect sound for you, my valued listener. Studio test one. Hello. This is my studio test. Is there any echo? Is there any background noise? I don't know. Let's find out. Studio test two. This is studio test two. Is there any echo? Is there any background noise? I don't know, but I think there probably is. Damn it. This is a test to see if there's any ambient background noise. I will now be quiet and let the environment speak for itself. This is Studio Test 4. Studio Test 4 is underway. This is with the little box thingy balanced on the little pipe thingy facing upwards. <clears throat> I don't know if this is going to work. Let's see. Studio Test 4 or 5. <clears throat> this is Studio Test 5. Testing with the long fucking tripod mount thingy that is perfectly suited to my needs. Let's see if that is indeed the case. Word. Studio Test 6. This is Studio Test 6. This is with the acoustic foam wrapped around the fucking microphone like a damn hoodie. It looks kind of like a Chinese warrior hat thing. <clears throat> anyway, this is the latest test. What will it reveal? Let's find out. Studio Test 7. <clears throat> this is Studio Test 7 with the tripod mounted with the microphone and the acoustic foam wrapped around it like Kenny's hoodie from South Park. This could be our winner. Let's find out, shall we? Studio Test 8. This is the same configuration but with the pop filter engaged. Pop filter because I'm popping and popping percussive pops and shit. I don't know. Lonnie, what the hell is the term for a p or a b or some type of plosive? It's a plosive, right? Plosives. I'm doing plosives to see if it's popping in the pop filter and see if there's any echo because there's some metal involved and it's kind of funky. But I think we're getting there. Closer, right? I think so. Check it. Studio Test 9. This is Studio Test 9. I am standing very close to the microphone, hoping that it will uh, reduce the echo in the room. And I hope it works, because this is starting to get ridiculous. Right? Okay. Ta. This 
there you have it. The long and arduous journey towards the perfect sound. Or at least as perfect as I can make it in my walk-in closet with acoustic foam thumbtacked to the walls like frickin' rock and roll posters on a teenager's room. Seriously, it's on the ceilings and on the walls and all over the place. It's kind of ridiculous, but luckily no one will probably ever find their way in here unless I need to do something that requires a soundproof room. Hint. Alright, folks. There you go. Next stop, episode 7. The season finale entitled The Death of Inro of the House of Keeg. That's right. I'm killing the bastard off. Fuck it. What is life without whimsy? What is a season finale without suspense? Well, killing off the main character would pretty much do it, don't you think? Alright. Get ready and bend over, because here it comes again. <laughs>